Hello, welcome to Player to Start Podcast. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are. Well, not really good night because we're not signing off. We're just welcoming you right now. I'm your host, Jalkit. Along with me are my co-host, Sakurai and Kat. And today Ooh. we'll be talking about games, the happening, stuff that's in the news, Unity, <laughs> Starfield, Baldur's Gate, you know, a bunch of stuff. So, you know, we'll write... Get right into it, and I will let my hosts begin the conversation. Go right, right. ahead. So um, I want to say, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what have you guys been up to recently? Because it's been about a month since uh, our last episode, and everybody wants to know what we're doing. So, uh, Chuck, what have you been doing since you introduced us? Since you last ranted about Baldur's <laughs> Gate. So, you know how I played Baldur's Gate 3 and I finished it. I started my second run, but by the time I started, then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should take a little break from the game. I have not gone back to it after like about 150 hours. I finished my first playthrough. I started my, you know, the dark side quest, but I stopped in the first act one that I haven't played it since. Uh, then I started playing DCS, you know, how like DCS, I started playing my planes, waited till Starfield came out, pre-ordered it so I could play it beforehand. I usually don't pre-order game, but it's a Bethesda game, and I'm a Bethesda fanboy since the Morrowind days, you know, Oblivion, Mor Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, freaking Fallout series, freaking everything. But regardless, I played Starfield. I enjoyed it. I like it. And I know we're going to talk a lot about it because all three of us have been playing it. I already mm -hmm. have 150 hours in the game and it's, been, <laughs> it's not even been the month. <laughs> That's impressive. I have, I have beat the game 10 times, wow. which is new game plus 10, which is... You don't half ass, do you? <laughs> no, you know, I... Full on. I went full on. Then I did the min-max thing, you know, and kind of not kind of regret my decision kind of not regret my decision but we'll you know we'll get right into it so it's been Baldur's Gate DCS Starfield DCS pretty much the whole shebang and then whatever right. games we play together uh at times so yeah that's what I've been up to uh, you know what else he got and what? we're gonna play we're gonna show some clips on this is Demonologist oh, oh. I have that too we should play the three of us but that will be that will be oh gosh I'm already scared <laughs> I'm and I won't leave whatever area that feels safe to me. So. Oh gosh, it's so fun. Oh. Jock hates, hates, hates scary games like that. Yeah, and we get into it. So he's. But Halloween's like, coming up, so we have to do this. Oh yeah, we've got to do this. Oh, we, do we could get some clips, <laughs> some clips for the ticky talkie. Listen, as much as I hate horror games, listen, I don't like jump scares, okay? This is from when I was a kid. Somebody showed me The Exorcist, okay? The original Exorcist with the girl. Right, yeah. Does the whole thing, you know, on all fours, like backwards, like comes Whoa. down the stairs. I'm like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's Pardon my language. my mind, right? So I don't, I'm not a big scary games kind of guy. I don't mind zombies. I don't mind all of that. I know Sakurai is scared of zombies. Yeah, I don't like he that. doesn't do zombies. I don't do scary horror stuff. And the first time they uh, gave me phasmophobia, I, oh, you've received a Steam gift. And now I look in. And then you're like, God dang one it. One of my friends. <laughs> Here you go, a copy of Demonologist. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I'm not playing it, buddy. Don't You're having us. to like thank them through grit of teeth. Thanks, so guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of me. Go ahead. All right. How about yeah. You? So I, I, um, I'll say I, I've been playing mostly Starfield. I got uh, a little over 90, 90 something hours into it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I actually got the game. Um, with a card i i bought so i bought an amd card um on a secondary build and mm -hmm. um as as long as you have the card installed to your motherboard you can get a, a code and uh i got like the premium edition of starfield for nice that. so i uh i was i was waiting on the code they came out they gave it to me i booted up um you know you, with the premium edition i think you got like a few days before everybody else mm -hmm. Yeah, you could yeah, play so. it on the first uh, instead of the official release date of the yeah. six, along yeah. with a couple of skins that you could throw and in. So it was great, man. I, I really liked the game. We'll talk about it in more detail. Um, other than that, um, just living life, 
uh, lots of martial arts again. And um, yeah, not too much going on in the gaming world for me, I think. I've been kind of kind of no lifing it into Starfield. Um, and a well, lot of Jack games, actually. I can tell you there's one thing about you that's different in this episode recording than last time, and it's your hair, because it oh, looks yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it looks so good like that. I like Thanks, it a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, the original plan was to just grow it, and then it, it's so hot, as you guys know, all over the south oh, yeah. of the United we're, States. We're all in hot states. <laughs> so uh, I just shaved the sides. It's like, it's just too hot to have. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could not pull that off. <laughs> Kat, what have you been up to recently, um, especially with hmm. games? So I'm sure you guys can probably guess that I've had a bunch of squirrel moments with games, just like every other part of my life. So I've been playing the Ocarina of Time on the Switch, which I had wow. planned to finish because I want to play Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm maybe like 40% of the way through that. I've still been playing a lot of Battlebit and then also Starfield. I probably only have like 10 hours in Starfield. I downloaded the um, Xbox Game Pass so that I could play it and also hoping that it'll motivate me to play a lot of other games that come out new because so many new games will come out yeah. and be on the xbox and you know what i think a lot of people got the game pass just to play like starfield oh yeah and I, I bet that happens with a lot of new games like new games yeah. they, out, they get game pass they mm-hmm. they play they pay for like maybe three months of game pass and then just let it drop off after the double yeah movie. Or, or from what I hear, you can do it for a dollar for a while or something. I don't know. I didn't have that deal. A dollar and then ten dollars a month. I'm not a big fan. And the reason I say that is uh, games, specifically the ones I like, right? I want to own them. Right. Like, I have started modding my Starfield. Like, Starfield, if we want to get into it, right? The UI is okay the inventory management is lackluster at best like it's horrendous like i'm sorry bethesda you could have done a significantly better job but the good thing is the modding community for bethesda games is strong like if you just go to one of the most uh used mod sites right skyrim has billions of downloads like skyrim special edition fallout 4 fallout new vegas so on and so forth all bethesda games have billions and billions of downloads right Billions yeah. and billions, but you know what I mean. Billions, billions. <laughs> yeah, <that's> right there. <laughs> but so same with Fallout, right? Already got like over 16 million downloads on their mods that are coming out. Mods have already come out. Like it's not even been a month since the game's been out officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's already, you know, Sky uh, UI inventory management mod. If I'm saying that correctly, incorrectly, I apologize. But I downloaded that mod. Uh, with the uh, Starfield script extender, and that has made an immense difference. Like, each weapon will have values on DPS, it will hold values, it's more compact, makes it significantly better on all your inventory management, right? There are a few mods that are already up. I'm not going heavy in mods, but I'm just getting like those essential mods that are, you know, are quality of life and make small little uh, changes in your game that make a significant impact like when you hit tab the delay you know the delay mitigation things like that i have gotten in starfield that make the game for me personally more more attractive those are the uh, the mods that i've been kind of eyeing to get yeah um, I, haven't I, haven't telling you. I haven't even seen most of these where are these oh, hiding yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll i'll go on ahead i don't want to name the website because everybody probably knows what website i'm talking about but i, I will go on ahead when we're offline I'll, i got you I'll, I'll send you the link on how no to, i'm yeah, a terrible I, I nerd <laughs> yeah so there's one downside though a lot of times when these mods are made they're made steam compliance so i don't know how that is gonna work with the xbox game pass mm-hmm. uh version because i don't know if it syncs together because some mods it does say that it's compatible with both steam edition and xbox game pass but gotcha. some are not so you manually have to download them and install them instead of using like a mod organizer or a mod mm-hmm. manager for these mods so well i think for me i don't know if i would even want to mess with mods until i get used to the mechanics mm-hmm. of the game because i think oh, yeah. that's what i'm struggling with the most i haven't played a bethesda game before which is surprising because so many on their list have been recommended to me by people and i've been told that i would like them but i haven't played any of them yet and so for me it's just 
I'm stuck just kind of figuring out as I go how to navigate through all the different interfaces and the different menus. And some of it seems a little bit redundant to me as I'm yeah. like going in and out of the inventories. And I, I just learned today that whenever I am, um, or I haven't done it yet, but I, I was told that whenever I'm actually at a vending machine selling stuff, mm -hmm. that I can sell stuff from my ship's compartment. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. And so yeah. I was thinking that I had to go get stuff, go yeah, back. back. I didn't yeah. even, yeah. And then like, Outside. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm like maybe six, seven hours in. So I'm very yeah. new to the game. Um, but don't worry, nothing's going to spoil it for me. Um, I actually have been looking up gameplay because I'm like, something doesn't seem right. This cannot yeah. be this difficult for me. The map cannot be this difficult for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my struggle with it so far is just, I feel like there are too many different menu options to, to do certain things. I'm like, it sh shouldn't be, you know, it just yeah. shouldn't be so much like to leave the seat or leave the ship. It should just to have a little cinematic, just to have a like 10 second cinematic to, oh, I don't yeah. know. That, you know, that like, annoys me like when you get up, you're up from the pilot seat yeah. and you, he's, he's standing up and he like takes his last time. I'm like, guys, we are in the middle of a firefight and I accidentally right. hit that, that button. <laughs> yeah. and, and you need to get your ass back in that get chair. Get back in the seat. Possible. Sit the f*** down. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be beeping a lot in this episode. <laughs> uh, but I, I do love the game so far. I'm really glad that I I got it. Um, I kind of hated that I was a little bit late to it. I mean, you guys, Sack, you probably were already like 30 hours in by the time I got it. I think this one would have been a good one for the three of us to know life together. Yeah. Um, but next time. Yeah. Um, as far as the uh, mod support, I think the they uh, Bethesda said that in. Uh, early next year is when they're going to add in yeah. the the full mod support for the mod community. And I think once that happens, you know, it's going to be it's going to be amazing, just like all the monitors for Skyrim and and all the other um, uh, Elder Scrolls games that had lots, lots of mods, you know. <laughs> Well, the creator kit is going to come out next year, the, but Bethesda games have always been very, very um, approachable for modification from from day one, to be honest. like, uh, So they do bring out the creator kit um, after the game has been released, but we're not expecting that, like you said, till early next year. Mm -hmm. But one thing, right? So before this game came out and how I told you how Larian would they introduce Baldur's Gate 3 and Baldur's Gate 3 is like... I, it even today I will tell you this in comparison to Starfield, it is the game of the year, in my opinion, right? Even yeah. compared to Starfield, it's significantly better. The depth, for me, the depth of the game matters significantly, especially if it's a story-driven game like Starfield or, well, Starfield is more story-driven and exploration and all that. And people have been comparing it to, you know, Elite Dangerous, which is one of the most, well, previously popular, not anymore. Uh, space sims so on and so forth but we did not expect that kind of similarity that you would have in elite or star mm -hmm. citizen to starfield when it comes to safe space uh sim and similarly not nothing uh in comparison to Baldur's gate 3 like even right now before we started recording i was looking at the number of players that are active right now playing either of those games right if i want to you know compare apples to apples in terms of player player activity Baldur's gate 3 Last episode when we recorded had the what was it eight hundred and fifty thousand plus yeah, people? Yeah, something like that. that. There are three hundred and fifty thousand mm -hmm. people playing the game as of about what thirty minutes ago, right? And there were only one hundred and fifty thousand people Starfield on Starfield, and these are Steam numbers. Um, mm -hmm. I can pick these numbers up. We can post them in the episode so you can see for yourself. You can even go. You can click on the community hub, and it will tell you who's how many players are active playing a certain right. game. Uh, so uh, it's still to this day, Baldur's Gate is more popular than Starfield. And in a way, I think uh, Baldur's Gate 3 kind of ruined certain aspects of Starfield for me in a good way. Okay. Like I said, like everybody will have to step up to the plate of the depth that Larian has introduced for Baldur's Gate 3. The character depth, the companion depth. That's not the same in Starfield. You've got your four companions. The depth is there. Bethesda standards, I would have liked to see more. But I'm pretty sure, just like Skyrim, when there were so many 
following characters added with voiced companions like people actually voiced characters yeah yeah and made significantly story rich characters i'm pretty sure we're gonna see that and after being modded the game is gonna become significantly better than what it is today Baldur's Gate was already great without the mod support, but Baldur's Gate already has a lot more mods than Starfield that people are playing with that make the game even better. Um, they're anywhere from makeup mods to anything to clothing mods, so on and so forth, and game mods. You, you name it, they're already out. Similar with Starfield. But the comparison, if I were to make, I would still say, if if I were to make a judgment call like today to say like... Because it's we're in quarter three right now, right? Uh, if, even up till quarter four, end of the year, which game is the best? If it's Starfield when it comes to RPGs, or uh, you know, CRPGs like Baldur's Gate three, I would still say Baldur's Gate three is by far significantly superior to Starfield in comparison. Now, previously you had said it's game of uh, of the decade. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I still stand by that statement really well yep. let me ask you this because i've heard a lot of people comparing starfield to no man's sky yeah i've heard that. That so what are what are your thoughts on that i tried to play no man's sky too and i did like it now i got super nauseous playing that game like yeah. way worse than starfield has done so far which thankfully thanks to sack and your your wizardry tricks uh i think i'm okay now with <laughs> i'm not nauseous <laughs> anymore but no man's sky was terrible for me but as far as a comparison what do you think well, Zach, do you have any input on that? I didn't really play No Man's Sky. When yeah. it first came out, it didn't really have that great rave review, so I never picked it up. And <laughs> I know it got significantly better later yeah. on when the developer right. got into it, and now it's a more popular game, but I've not played it, so I would I don't I have, like, that many hours into it, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think um, the thing that No Man's Sky has over Starfield, and I've heard this complaint a lot for from Starfield players, is that when you're entering an atmosphere it's in starfield you have to uh go through a menu mm -hmm. and yeah. i think that puts off a lot of people that you know it like oh i want to i want to be able to fly into the atmosphere yeah and yeah. and land, land. And yeah. Do all that. you know i get that and yeah I, I think that's one thing that no man's sky has over starfield to be honest with you like those kind of uh, and not like in, in Starfield, it's it's automated through um, land here. Press X, hold it down, yeah. and you land. You know, it's like yeah. you don't actually physically do it yourself. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably the yeah. But they're completely. No, Arlon have said specifically him. He said that you know it kills the game for him. Like I, he, it's not immersive enough for him. I disagree. Right. Reason I say that is because No Man's Sky is a completely different game. No Man's Sky is not really a companion driven story driven like then again i may be wrong here i've not played no man's sky but it's not a bethesda game bethesda games are based on one main storyline and significant chunk of you know side quests and then mm -hmm. mini quests and so on and so forth so bethesda games are like that they're conversation based persuasion based and i'll get to the persuasion part later because i really don't like the dialogue when it comes to the persuasion skill in sky and oh the skill yeah no but i but hear hear me out though like i i guess i for me i'm just like i'm used to the bethesda format that the formula of uh yeah you can fast travel anywhere yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um as long as you don't have over your weight you know carry weight yeah. on <laughs> but like that uh fast travel system i was always used to it and so coming into starfield it didn't feel feel bad for me and yeah. on the on the opposing argument side if you were to have to fly into each atmosphere i think you would bog down the game a lot yes it would. Uh, and not oh, not probably i'm talking about it would bog down the player's feeling of oh i have to land this and if it's like if it's tough to land it you know yep. you you'd have to do this whole thing it would just That's take true. a long time and i think most players would just opt in for fast traveling anyway you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah. I think yeah, in the end, most like fast travel. You want to play a game like that? You can play Elite Dangerous, Star Citizen, or No Man's Sky. Like if you. Yeah, that's more of like a simulator. Type. Yeah, that's more of a sim sim kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, but and I think that's that's how I feel yeah, about it. I I feel like if as as long as it's Skyrim in space, I'm cool with it. That's what that's yeah. what I signed up for. That's what I want. 
Yeah. And I like it. That's that's what it is. <laughs> so since you both have played so many Bethesda games, mm-hmm. if I were to play another game by them, what would you recommend? Fallout New Vegas. Fallout oh, yeah, New Vegas, yeah. in my opinion, is if well, that depends, right? If you place the Elder Scrolls series or the Fallout series, the Fallout series, the best series is Fallout New Vegas. Any diehard Fallout fan will tell you Fallout New Vegas is the best. Fallout 4 was okay. Fallout 3 was not bad at all. It was pretty good. But Fallout New Vegas is by far, you know, one of the best story-driven Bethesda games. Uh, Elder Scrolls side, they've all been great. Morrowind was great. Oblivion was great. Oh, Skyrim okay. was great. And they're working for Elder Scrolls 6 right now. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know when it's going to come out. But there were some documents uh, that was we're talking about next month, year. Really? Right? No, 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 26, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, 26, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, the the bar is set high for Bethesda, so hopefully they they keep delivering what they're delivering. I never played Fallout 76 because I think, in my opinion, it was trash. I watched a bunch of gameplay. I tried to get into it, but I don't think Bethesda is into the multiplayer scenario. They're more of a single player game kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I think they should stick to that because that's where the, that's what their strong suit is. That's all opinion, but I that's as a fan, I'm telling you, Bethesda, you excel at making single player games don't yeah. To be the devil's advocate on Jockside, you so if he's recommending a Fallout series, I will recommend Skyrim for you because it's their newest Elder Scrolls series title. Okay. Um, yeah, it, and it's, and basically, it's basically Starfield, like so, since you played Starfield, it's basically Starfield, but you play as like a oh, fantasy yeah. realm on, you know, and you're not flying. Hey, you want well, guns or bows and arrows? No, I don't. Oh, well, you know, you I want, love. You want magic? Those. Oh, you, you know, want I a rocket I also like magic. Maybe I'll so. have to play both. <laughs> yeah. You want superpowers? <laughs> yes. And you play Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as far as Starfield, since we're on the topic of Starfield, uh, in my opinion, Starfield is a great game. And I think most people should pick it up. Um, if you're any into, if you're if you're at all interested in Skyrim, or if you're all interested in the Elder Scrolls series, it's a great game to have. And if you're at all interested in the sci-fi games, it's a great game to have. Yeah, But it's, it's definitely a story driven type of experience where you get to choose the stories that you want to go into you know you don't you can you can totally skip quests yeah. you can totally do whatever you want i i, I like it i like it yeah. um there are yeah, a lot a of criticisms for sure just like any game anybody everybody criticizes every game so yep. there are some fair <laughs> if I'm but you know what you're talking game. about and it's, yeah. it's you know if, if I'm gonna at least you give up a chance I have the right to critique it right but That's I'm very gonna critique true. things that can be made better right I'm gonna say my last piece on Starfield because I think we've been arguing, we've been talking about about ta- talking about Starfield for a little bit right so the last thing I was talking about the persuasion skill right they could have made certain dialogue better and I follow a bunch of reddit on different games that I play and this is you know a popular opinion between people as well the persuasion skill the dialogue okay you want to go get something right and then you right. get in a dialogue with a person you're like hey yeah. man I want this thing you got no I can't do that what are you out of mine but it wouldn't be cool that I, I could have it you know you make sense so give it to me you know what you're right here you go it's they like, come on okay, man fair enough yeah. You know what okay. I mean? That's like, a good enough. Persuasion. Me but, but as you as you level up persuasion, that's what it is. Like you can just say any yeah. and you get it. You, you have a 50% mm-hmm. chance of the critical role and you get it immediately. But at the same time, yeah. I wanted it to be more if I need something from this person, right? Make a side quest. Go you to want a little room, cat and mouse. Some, find some dirt mm-hmm. on them, right? So you can blackmail them something like that that you could use to influence that person's decision of giving you said item there's bribery you know you can bribe a person but in general pers- there's intimidation as well you can scare a person but right, pers- yeah. so That's should have things related to blackmail things like that that makes the dialogue more immersive and better this is my I opinion get that, but i think they were going for like a jedi thing where like 
These are not the. Uh, <laughs> these are not the. <laughs> these are not the drugs you're looking for. Like that kind of thing. You know that. That's what they were going for. I think. I, that's what I think. I don't know, man. I, anyway, that, so that's my final gripe. I love the game. That's hence the reason I have 150 plus hours in the game, and I'm still playing it even after new game. Ten, I've now started everything all over again. I'm enjoying the game, but I want to play it slow because I want to see what mods are coming in so I can enjoy yeah. the game. If not, then when I start a completely brand new, fresh playthrough, then I'm going to use uh, an extensive use of mods. But that's months from now. But that's my I, last. I am and I'm at ninety something hours, and I foresee myself putting three hundred into this game. Like, I, I, very nice. Easy. I think easily I can put three hundred into this game because yeah. I'm going to take it slow. I'm I'm not even done with the main quest. I know I could do it like in an hour, but I don't want to. I want to I want to do everything slow. I, I take up every quest I see and. Because yeah. most of the time the quests are, you know, even the like the small quests are like, you know, there's some story. There are a lot of quests. Right. Yeah, they're not like they're not like, fetch me five things of this. Most of them are not like that. There are some of those, but it's ninety percent not not the case. I think, yeah. in my opinion, you know, at least there's like some kind of like backstory. Um, my gripe with Starfield, and it's a small gripe, but like when you get on the planet and you have to like go travel. Um, I wish there was like, you know, like a hoverboard um, or a little rover. Bro, they're already talking about mechs. Bro, they're already talking about mechs, man. People are talking about mechs. People are talking about vehicles. People are already talking about modding all those things in. Just give it time, man. Modding community is strong. I didn't think of that. That's my biggest thing because I like to to go through all the um, procedurally generated uh, points, which is another thing about this game is that like the, the... points of interest that are generated they're like randomly generated they're not mm-hmm. they're not like all the same even oh, though some of them basically yeah. like kind of the same but like ai like kind of builds them as you mm-hmm. as you come up to them. it's pretty neat. Them are very similar though most some of them I, are, I agree most of them do have very similar yeah they're, they're very similar but yeah it's some very regardless similar. it's still cool but, that that it's like generated you know yeah. i think that's amazing in, yep. in itself mm-hmm. how are you how have you been enjoying the game so far as somebody that's like fairly new to the game like under 10 hours or around 10 as you said i like it a lot i will say that i learned today that this is a game that i will enjoy more if i'm not in a voice channel with other people because <laughs> you really yeah. do i do want to follow the story and i want to hear and just be able to kind of focus a little bit um so this will definitely be a solo game for me going forward i think or yeah. just a deafened in a voice channel game I was getting really nauseous at first. The movement, I don't know what was up with that. Either what, either the trick she told me helped or I just got used to it. Um, but I really like it. I think that gra- graphically, it's really nice. It's a fu- it's fun. It is um, I have been kind of like bypassing some of those uh, points of interest. So now I'm curious and want to check out the points of interest, like you said. And, <laughs> yeah. um, I am still trying to figure out the skill tree. I mean, it's straightforward, but I'm trying to figure out what skills I should focus most on. And um, I- I've found the research table and I'm trying to figure out how to how to do all that stuff. So I'm still in the in the yeah. what am I doing mode. Very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I-, I definitely think this could be a game that you could easily put 300 hours into. Yeah. Um, and I-, I don't want to rush with the main quest. I want to try to do as many side quests as I can. Um, I am running as a diplomat. So so far it's been pretty interesting. Um, Yeah, I like it. I'm really glad I got the game pass for it. Taco Slayer also did diplomat. I chose Bounty Hunter. Did you? And I was thinking, you know, I was going to be Mandalorian or something. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Ah. I was like, like, Bounty Hunter, I want to do that. There's a Mandalorian armor already. I saw saw that. That's pretty dope, though. That's freaking awesome. But I want an actual functioning one, not not just a reskin of the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody that was uh, wondering about if they get uh, motion sickness in this game, I told Cat to increase the field of vision to 100, turn off motion blur and film grain, and then use an upscaler, which is like DLSS or something, mm-hmm. um, to get the max uh, frames. And that seemed to help her out a lot, yeah. at least more than it was at first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was... 
It was the flying a little bit, but it was mostly for some reason going in and out of the rooms. Whenever I was outside of a room, I would be in like third person all the way field of view out. And then I'd go in the room and it would just zoom in so much that I, I don't know, that transition really messed with me and just me. Yeah. I'm very sensitive though. Um, I definitely had to take Dramamine for VR. Um, yeah. So Ouch. just, yeah. But yeah, I love it. I love it. And yeah. so I think from player two start, pretty much we're all in agreement that this is a good game pickup i i think it it would uh be a good game for most players as long as yeah. they are interested in this kind of game in the first place they'll definitely mm -hmm. like this and it's nothing new like the format's nothing new yeah. bethesda's been making the same type of game forever um and i, I think it's just gotten better they they manipulated the format to just get better and better um but it's nothing new it's not like nothing like cutting edge the only thing i would say is the procedurally generated stuff is is pretty cool and i hope they add that um more into the future games um, all right i think we should move on from starfield because the episode is not only about starfield we will be actually, reading some of your youtube comments yeah we we kind of like skipped over we, let's, that let's let's uh let's look at some so our last um our last episode was about uh celebrities in video games and uh our first comment says um great episode what I think will happen soon is video game developers will start start integrating AI into their games so that players can use their own voice for their characters. Mm -hmm. There's already AI that mimics your voice. Mm -hmm. uh, that was sent by Yegros86. And I think that would be a really cool idea if you can, like, you know how you, when you set up, um, like, yeah. text-to-talk or something like that? Yeah. Or something like this. Uh, and you have to, like, read a sentence so it kind of, like detects what you how what your intonations are and stuff yeah um i think you could technically do that it, i've just never seen it happen before it's gonna be a long time before we see that in practice man that yeah. it'd be cool if i could use your voice in my game <laughs> i would i would clip you so many funny moments yeah <laughs> that'd be hilarious especially your screams because your screams are hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Look at what Jock's saying right now and just make him say all this crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is probably why it'll be a little bit before something like that rolls out. <laughs> I, I remember we were talking about like maybe using like a celebrity's voice like Keanu Reeves or something. Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, I think those are really cool ideas. Yeah. Don't know where that is on the table, but I like the idea. Yeah. Um, the next comment set is from an old friend, Captain Slimfit. He says, Sakurai is a baller, so thank you, sir. I love you. Um, I object. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Another one is from Arlon. Um, he was talking about um, the Rockstar game called um, Bully. And uh, I remember I was complaining that as soon as I started the game up, um, there was a point in the game where it just crashes. Um, it just won't, and it, I get up to that one point and apparently it's some kind of error that they know about, but they never fix because it's such an old game. And yeah. he wrote, uh, playing old Rockstar games is a pain because of old DRM software that might not be available anymore. And you know, it's totally right. I think yeah. if it's on Steam, that they should at least fix it to where it's playable on I think they should games. invest in a Windows 95 PC. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also mentioned that he doesn't care about celebrities in games. If a game leans on too much on a celebrity being in it, mm -hmm. I kind of lose interest in the game. And, okay, I see where he's going with that. Yeah, and same. I, I think that's a good and fair argument that, like, if if your game is leaning too heavily on the celebrity to did i say celebrity celebrity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if, it, if they lean too much on the celebrity to to sell the game then your game is probably not great you know that's, well, that's it also it's like just jumping on the, on the hype train like yeah. it's like that game with chuck norris that didn't take off right right they yeah so much but nobody paid attention but at the same time 
you have CD Projekt Red, which has really good titles under its belt, like especially if you look in the past, recent yeah. past, The Witcher 3, which they changed the engine, they made the game magnificent, and then Cyberpunk was initially not that great because of the graphical requirement, and nobody was able to get, oh, I'm not getting 150 frames, but then again, now people are able to play this game significantly better, which reminds me, the new Cyberpunk DLC Phantom Liberty comes out tomorrow but people have already started playing Dang. because they repurchased it and they have been playing it and uh i've seen good reviews about it they did add another celebrity named idris elba who's out of the uk has uh done a lot of acting in I hollywood like uh he's a great actor i've seen some of his british shows in which he plays a detective which i cannot remember the name of from the top of my head he also played lupin which is a french private eye kind of the deal but yeah it's it's no he was a criminal or a thief or something i'm forgetting pardon me. <laughs> uh, but, so idris elba is really popular when it comes to the uk you know in the british circles and now he's pretty popular in the in, in hollywood as well so they took him as uh an additional on top of keanu who came, made an appearance back in Fat and phantom liberty and you play as v as well uh again uh, so right. it, they, they added a new celebrity to the game and I've already seen people talking good things about it. Plus, Cyberpunk is on sale. If you're watching today, it is 40% off the base game. But if you buy the base game and Fan of Liberty, I think you still get like about a 30% discount. So if you're looking for Cyberpunk for a mm -hmm. while, uh, is this the right time to pick it up to play the game? It's an amazing game, amazing mechanics, amazing guns overall. I'm going to have to do a whole new playthrough when I get the DLC. That's that would be the same for me. I've I never can't. played it. I have, I don't game, yeah. I don't really know much at all about that game. I've just watched a few streamers play a little bit of it. Exactly. I know, I know. I've, right. I have I don't know if I've watched you play any of it or not. It's, but it's that's a... what happens is I watch you play a game and I'm like, "Ooh, after like 10 hours I'm like, "All right, I think I want to get it." <laughs> <I'm> copying <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, but so Cyberpunk is coming out. Well, Cyberpunk is already out, but the DLC comes out tomorrow, which is the 25th. We are recording today on a Sunday, uh, but that comes out. Other than that, if we were talking about, should we talk about the rest of the games that are very, like just a couple of games that are coming out or have already come out? Yeah, so sure. Yeah. Um, so I talked about this, I think, in quarter two, that Assassin's Creed, the new game, comes out this year. Uh, so Mirage Assassin's Creed is coming out October 5th. October 5th, yes um that goes back and it's in it's based in baghdad uh so it's going to go back in time before assassin's creed valhalla uh but uh a lot of time uh, so i've already seen some critique of the game even before it's been released right so i saw a couple of youtube videos but these are this is just the opinion of those people i'm just re repeating what they said right so what uh ubisoft said they're gonna go back to the barebone basics of how Assassin's Creed used to be when it first came out with Altair and the basic combat mechanics and everything and no none of this fancy stuff in which you like teleport to another person stab them in the mm -hmm. chest teleport to the next person stab them in the chest so on and so forth so they said none of that is going to be there this is going to go back to the basics of combat and fun but a few things that people have released on different shorts, YouTube, Instagram, so on and so forth, from what I've seen, the gameplay is still in that aspect of you having these weird superpowers as an assassin, which if they still keep that up, that's the gripe that people had that you're an assassin. You're not, you know, you're not Superman that you can just zap right. from one place yeah. to another. Like this is yeah. in the olden days. You can't just like zap here and there, like having superpowers. But then again, that remains to be seen once the game mm -hmm. Then we'll be able to pass better judgment on it. Um, the last game that I want to discuss that just came out is Payday 3. I pay, played Payday 2 quite a bit. I was a big fan of the game. Payday 3 is out now. People that are old Payday fans are enjoying it. People that are new to the game are not enjoying it. A lot of older people are also not enjoying it. That came from Payday 2 and the reviews are as of now, still mostly negative. 21,856 reviews. Wow. What are people yes. saying? Uh, there's no single player mode. There used to be in Payday 2. You could stay offline. You can play with the AI. You can do the heist, <laughs> learn the game yourself. 
There's only online mode. There's no single player yeah. mode, which is sad because I personally yeah. played it to would play the heist by myself, get to understand what the heist is like before I played it on overkill or insane difficulty with my friends uh, to mm. do a heist, get maximum, you know, but you get an idea of how the layout is. But now you have, you're forced to play with people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which I don't like the concept, right? If you don't know the people you're playing with, you don't have a fun time. Payday is the kind of game I would not play with randoms. I would rather play with friends. You know, people have not not happy. The UI is clunky. The main menu is weird. The matchmaking is weird. So people are saying that this game is not... It's, it's not ready. They still feel it's like an early access game. So yeah. they still feel like mm-hmm. it's an early access game. So... Uh, I'll stop talking about Payday 3 there because it's not a topic that we should discuss for a long time. Maybe I talked to a guy on Discord on our Discord last night, yeah. and he was saying that uh, basically just the matchmaking is is terrible. Yeah, um, he likes the game, but he just thinks like, man, the matchmaking sucks. This is not. It's not. And he played Payday 2, and, and he did not. He was new to the okay. franchise, so like gotcha. he picked up Payday 3 because he thought maybe you know everybody else would play yeah. it. I would play Payday 2. I have it installed the other day. I just wanted to play it. And I played a couple of uh, with a, a few friends the other day. And I actually had a really, really fun time. Uh, so if you decide to get into Payday 2, I'll play with you. Payday 2 okay. is And then maybe they'll fix Payday 3. And then after Payday 2, <laughs> like, you know, it's something God, to look forward to. To play Payday 3, but yeah. people are still playing Payday 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That will be a sign for them for the sure. The comments on the Steam store for the negative reviews... Uh, they're always funny to read. One yes. says, "A real heist was on our wallets." And <laughs> the <end of> the <laughs> game. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love that comment. That's, I like, that's I like watching, uh, going through the comment that's section sometimes. Cool, right, that uh, the new Mortal Kombat is out. Uh, positive reviews, mostly positive. People are enjoying it. I've played not all the Mortal Kombat's because. I- I lost count of how many Mortal Kombat's have been oh, out. Mortal Kombat and, and now it's back to Mortal Kombat 1. I think it's like yeah. Mortal Kombat always does that. They go from 1 to 5, then they're like, back to 1. one yeah. Two, back to 1. It's Mortal Kombat 1 again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I uh, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game since 1990. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't played since like N64. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I played Mortal Kombat 9 last on my playstation um i think it was nine i think i I still have it i mean that's the last and same with street fighter like the last street fighter i got on the playstation a while back so those were the last fighting games that i got but i have more in arcades yeah yeah i used to play i used to go to arcades as a kid to play the fighting games king of fighters all those games i and good old days but anyway now we're adults and we go to arcade bars i just don't feel like i'm <laughs> i don't feel like i'm qualified to talk about fighting games because i don't really play them and i know like there's a whole arena of people who play fighting games and like they're in tournaments and stuff i think it's cool it's just not my kind of game yeah not my so um yeah it just reminds me of my childhood basically because i like i like playing uh, mortal kombat when i was a kid but no longer yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not my my cup of tea anymore. As much as I enjoyed it playing with my cousins and mm-hmm. yeah, with my friends fighting games as a kid, it's not my cup of tea anymore. I yeah. enjoy uh, more story driven games more than anything now. Even though you know the new Mortal Kombat games are actually, if you play the story mode, are very story driven. Unless you go talk to Sub Zero, then you go talk to Scorpion. But you know, so on and so forth. That would be pretty. Yeah, it it is it is like that now. So it's it is pretty cool. But yes, those are the games uh, that I wanted to talk about today. There's one uh, subject I wanted to touch on before we go is the whole Unity scandal. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think everybody pretty much knows about it. But if you don't know, Unity um, is a game engine and they wanted to switch their um, their model of pricing from a flat fee, which is paid like yearly, mm-hmm. um, to a a fee per install of the game so it would be like every time somebody installs the game they would have to pay unity like 20 up to 20 cents or it was like on a pay scale or something if somebody was really mad at the developer they could technically make a script that uninstalls and reinstalls and reinstalls and reinstalls and reinstalls over and over and over again and it would charge the developer 
uh, you know, up to 20 cents each yep. install. And that's crazy. developers were like, are you crazy? Like, because yeah. that's just not going to work. Yeah. You know, and they were like, no, it's only going to affect the big companies or the people that are making millions of dollars. And then they, so they keep revising what they said. Um, yeah. And I, I think um, they're doing this basically because Unity's never been in the in the profit end of their yeah. financial they've never made a lot of profit or any profit mm. basically and so they're looking for ways to make more profit mm. um but the problem is that they sold this you know agreement between them and developers that said hey we're gonna make this a flat fee for you to use our program and sometimes yeah. that fee is free you know, if yeah. you're not make, you're just using it for a very small thing or personal use. It's free. Yeah. So, to to change it to something else like this, um, which is more in line, so they had changed their. So now they're backtracking to where it, it only works if you're, you know, if you're made like a million dollars, which is not that hard to do, no. but in in selling games. But if you made a million dollars or more, then they start doing this fee. Yeah. which is four percent and that's to go against unreal's five percent royalty free basically right mm -hmm. so they're trying to make theirs more like unreal which is hypocritical because um the president um of unity or not yeah. the president the ceo of yeah. unity um what's his name i can't remember his name his um, name is, he, his name is ceo <laughs> Mr. President. Mr. President. Uh, he's gone on record of saying, hey, in back in 2015 or 16, saying, hey, we will never do something like that. Mm. Um, we will never try to nickel and dime you. And now he's saying it now, hey, we should nickel yeah. and dime you. Right? So he's made a, a complete uh, 180 on this topic. Switch. Yeah. yeah. He's saying, hey, I'll Wait, never do this. Now that the economy is kind of, you know, rough on yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. I guess sometimes they have to backtrack. I mean, yeah, I don't know a lot about Unity's business practices, but, you know, you could have approached this in a more neutral manner that, hey, companies, we're having this issue in which we're unable to generate any profit. We would like to increase our fee by like 5%, 10%. You know, you mm -hmm. do financial analysis and you figure out what would keep you afloat and put some money in your pocket. And you go from there instead of coming out with something that is so unprecedented that all video game developers are like, oh, really? We're going to play this game, yeah. you know? <laughs> That's not happening. Right. So, yeah, I understand. And I know the backlash is real. Uh, and with inflation and everything, I understand why they were trying to do it as well. But at the same time, you know, um, I no, know. they had promised the devs that hey, we're gonna keep, we're not gonna be like uh, Unreal Engine. We're gonna yeah. keep these flat fees for you. And then now it's like you're going over the, over and beyond. You're yeah. nickeling, diming. Like Unreal doesn't even, Unreal Engine even yeah. doesn't even charge that. Like yep. her install kind of fee, that's ridiculous. To it me, is right? ridiculous. Yeah, um, I I don't understand why they would go in that direction uh, because it's totally the opposite of what what they had promised before. Because the developers had said, "Okay, I enter into this contract with you yeah. under these terms." Now, were they looking to get that retroactively installed? Like, so yeah. a comp a, a game from like 10, 20 years ago that does installs are they gonna try to charge them fees now yeah that company yeah. might not even be in business right now yep. right no i you know? understand yeah this is something that i think we will be following the story to see how it develops and if unity backtracks to where it was and says we made a mistake and then heads roll and somebody gets fired yeah so the ceo's name is john richard tiello i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right um but he also right before this was announced a few weeks ago had sold 50,000 um shares or execs sold 50,000 shares in oh, how nice. oh. yes yeah, so that's, that's yeah that sounds super illegal um insider trading stuff I, you know i think they should crack down on that yeah um the ceo boss um 
Ricciatello, John Ricciatello. God, I can't pronounce that name. Um, he was also um, the CEO of EA Games. Uh, mm. Back when the company was not financially doing well, and that's how he resigned from EA Games. Um, and he also, back in in 2006, um, there was also concern about um, executives selling stocks um, mm. during during things in EA Games, and all of a sudden they would sell a lot of stocks before things happened. Uh, so I think this is something that it is you know uh, they're just gonna have to the exchange commission is just gonna have to investigate for themselves because this doesn't yeah. look like it's something new, especially yeah. with this um, this gentleman uh, John Ricciatelli. Uh I think that's uh, <laughs> they're gonna have to look into that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a excuse my French, but I think it's kind of a douchebag move by him. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem like he's really caring about what's going on here i think he's mm -hmm. just more in it for the 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 business end you know no, i completely understand but that's something i think we should follow up on hopefully unity finds the right direction and fixes this mistake uh, that they're making and uh, mm -hmm. i'm not no business manager no security and exchange commission expert or anything of that sort but i will say that when it looks wrong it is wrong and hopefully you all fix it and uh we could go back to the way the things were and if you gotta fire somebody fire somebody yeah i mean a lot of the devs now are like looking at other uh platforms oh yeah absolutely why would you trust somebody who just stabbed you in the back immediately right yeah yeah but uh i think that is all that we have right today yep that's all we had us we talked about starfield we talked about Baldur's Gate, my favorite game of the year of the decade we talked about a <laughs> day bunch of other games comparison with star citizen no man's sky elite danger so on and so forth but alas we're coming to an end thank you so much for your comments we look forward to reading them again tell us what you think about starfield tell us what you think about the fiasco at unity and sakurai q you're gonna tell them our email address don't forget to join our discord player <laughs> to start po uh, podcast at gmail.com yes please don't forget to join our discord i'll put another link up in the video description um or audio description um yeah we are looking to change things around a little bit and we are having a blast over there so please join us and follow our Tiki Talks, as Kat says. Yes. Oh, yeah. Talks. Our Tiki Talks have been blown up. So, yeah, please yeah. follow us. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We're starting recording now. Check, check. Check, check. Check, check. Check, Yeah. We should definitely clip that. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs>